This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5 Minute News. FBI turned blind eye to reports of gymnasts' abuse. States learning how many Afghan evacuees are coming their way. And study finds governments falling short of Paris climate pledges. It's Thursday, September 16. I'm Anthony Davis. Olympic gold medalist Simone Biles told Congress in a forceful testimony on Wednesday that federal law enforcement and gymnastic officials turned a blind eye to U.S. gymnastics team doctor Larry Nassar's sexual abuse of her and hundreds of other women. Biles told the Senate Judiciary Committee that enough is enough as she and three other U.S. gymnasts spoke in stark emotional terms about the lasting toll Nassar's crimes have taken on their lives. In response, FBI Director Christopher Wray said he was deeply and profoundly sorry for delays in Nassar's prosecution and the pain it caused. The four-time Olympic gold medalist and five-time world champion, widely considered to be the greatest gymnast of all time, said she can imagine no place that I would be less comfortable right now than sitting here in front of you. She declared herself a survivor of sexual abuse. I blame Larry Nassar and I also blame an entire system that enabled and perpetrated his abuse, Biles said through tears. In addition to failures of the FBI, she said USA Gymnastics and the United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee knew that I was abused by their official team doctor long before I was ever made aware of their knowledge. Biles said a message needs to be sent. If you allow a predator to harm children, the consequences will be swift and severe. Enough is enough. The hearing is part of a congressional effort to hold the FBI accountable after multiple missteps in investigating the case, including the delays that allowed the now-imprisoned Nassar to abuse other young gymnasts. At least 40 girls and women say they were molested after the FBI had been made aware of the allegations against Nassar in 2015. The Biden administration on Wednesday began notifying governors and state refugee coordinators across the country about how many Afghan evacuees from among the first group of nearly 37,000 arrivals are slated to be resettled in their states. California is projected to take more arrivals than any other, more than 5,200 people, according to State Department data for the Afghan Placement and Assistance Program. Alabama and Mississippi are each slated to welcome 10, according to U.S. officials. Hawaii, South Dakota, West Virginia, Wyoming and the District of Columbia are not expected to resettle anyone from the first group of evacuees who fled during the final days of the chaotic U.S. withdrawal last month. The administration has requested funding from Congress to help resettle 65,000 Afghans in the U.S. by the end of this month, and 95,000 by September next year. 
States with a historically large number of Afghans who resettled in the U.S. over the last 20 years, including California, Maryland, Texas and Virginia, are again welcoming a disproportionate number of evacuees, according to the data. Many of the new evacuees requested to be settled in those states because they already have family and close friends living there. The Afghan evacuees go through a Department of Homeland Security coordinated process of security vetting before being administered, and every evacuee who comes to the United States also goes through health screening. Evacuees who are 12 and older are required to get the COVID-19 vaccination as a term of their humanitarian parolee status after entering the country. Some of the recent Afghan arrivals could also face a tough road ahead if Congress doesn't take action to treat them as refugees arriving in America. Every one of the world's leading economies, including all the countries that make up the G20, is failing to meet commitments made in the landmark Paris Agreement in order to stave off climate catastrophe, a damning new analysis has found. Less than two months before the crucial United Nations climate talks take place in Scotland, none of the largest greenhouse gas-emitting countries have made sufficient plans to lower pollution to meet what they agreed to in the 2015 Paris Climate Accord. This means the world is barreling towards calamitous climate impacts. Under the Paris deal, nations vow to prevent the world's average temperature rising 1.5 centigrade above pre-industrial times in order to avoid disastrous heat waves, flooding, storms, drought and other consequences that are already starting to unfold. But the new analysis by Climate Action Tracker finds almost every country is falling woefully short of that commitment. Climate pledges made by Russia, Iran and Saudi Arabia are critically insufficient, the analysis found, while Australia, Brazil, Canada, China and India are among those deemed highly insufficient. The US, the European Union bloc, Germany and Japan are ranked as insufficient, while the UK, the host of the upcoming climate summit, is almost sufficient. Of the 36 countries plus the EU ranked by the Climate Action Tracker, only the Gambia has made commitments in line with the 1.5 centigrade Paris goal. Combined, these countries make up 80% of global emissions. The intransigence comes despite the looming climate talks and increasing signs of the climate crisis manifesting itself in catastrophic weather events, including massive floods in Germany and China, severe wildfires in the US, and dangerous heat waves sweeping several countries. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering independent, unbiased, and essential world news. Daily. We often hear about the individuals who took the oath of office to become the chief executive. But what about the other people who play a role in each administration or the events that may not be as well known, but that contribute to the reshaping of the office of the American presidency? On the presidencies of the United States, 
We explore each administration beyond just the person holding the highest elected office in order to better understand the history that brought us to the modern-day presidency. I hope you'll join me on this journey through the annals of presidential history. Presidencies can be found anywhere fine podcasts can be found and as a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.